Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Good Wednesday morning to you. We are following the election results in overnight. And what it may mean for the presidential campaign. It's November 8th. This is today. Surprise results. The voters have spoken in key battleground states. Republicans going down to a double defeat in Virginia. Kentucky re-electing its Democratic governor. And abortion protections winning big at the ballot box. Abortion access is the law of the land in Ohio. This morning, we'll break down the closely watched races, the results, and the takeaways for both sides of the aisle. Miami Heat, five candidates taking center stage in tonight's Republican presidential debate. But the far and away frontrunner sits it out again. Can any candidate grab momentum against Donald Trump tonight? We're there live. Breaking overnight, fierce fighting. One of the most intense days yet of Israel's ground assault. The U.S. making a new push to pause the war and cautioning Israel not to stay in Gaza indefinitely. All of us want to end this conflict as soon as possible. We're live with the very latest. On the stand, Ivanka Trump set to testify at her father's $250 million civil fraud trial today. The questions she'll face as a former insider for the Trump Organization and what's next in the case. All that plus fond farewell. The news just in. The beloved pandas at the National Zoo will be heading home today. We'll take you there live as they get ready to hop on board the Panda Express. Today, Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie. And Hoda Kotb, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to today. Nice to have you along with us on a Wednesday morning. But let's start with our top story, those election night results. It was a big one for Democrats in some key battleground states. Yeah, the issue of abortion access, one of the major issues driving voter turnout. And the messages sent by voters will likely be a topic of discussion at tonight's Republican presidential debate. We've also got Craig down in Miami with a preview of tonight's showdown. But let's get to these election results. We'll start with NBC's Peter Alexander. Hi, Peter. Good morning. Savannah and Hoda, good morning to both of you. Clearly the biggest takeaway from last night, abortion rights again boosting Democrats in key races in both red and blue states. Take Kentucky alone, where the Democratic governor there won his re-election bid by a bigger margin than in his first go-around, fending off a challenger endorsed by former President Trump. Overnight, Democrats celebrating a series of key victories, with abortion rights again proving to be a potent political issue heading into 2024. The abortion access is the law of the land in Ohio. In one of the country's most watched swing state races, Ohioans voting to guarantee abortion access, enshrining that right into the state's constitution. Ohio becoming the seventh state to vote to protect abortion rights since the Supreme Court's ruling last year overturning Roe v. Wade. We own our own bodies. 
in deep red Kentucky, abortion rights also at the heart of Democratic Governor Andy Bashir's re-election campaign. This is our chance to build that commonwealth we have always dreamed of, to stop the fighting, to push away the division. Bashir defeating the state's Republican Attorney General Daniel Cameron, who was backed by former President Trump and opposed abortion rights. This brick wall means we maintain our majority in the Senate. And in Virginia, a tidal wave for Democrats who held on to their state Senate majority and took control of the House of Delegates, too. A dramatic rebuke of Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin, who was counting on a solidly red legislature to pass a ban on abortion after 15 weeks, with exceptions for rape and incest and saving the life of the mother. So any sort of... uh scale back of those rights, roll back of those rights that Governor Youngkin was uh, offering, essentially, was repudiated tonight. One election night win for Republicans in Mississippi. Thank you, Mississippi. Where incumbent Tate Reeves won a second term as governor, beating Democrat Brandon Presley, the cousin of a famous Mississippian, Elvis. And in Philadelphia, history was made. Democrat Sherelle Parker becoming the first female mayor in the city of brotherly love. So all those national results allowing anxious Democrats and President Biden to breathe a sigh of relief this morning after a series of recent polls showed Biden trailing in a 2024 rematch with Mr. Trump. President Biden overnight touting the results, posting voters vote Polls don't. And speaking of Biden campaign officials overnight, Savannah and Hoda, they emphasize that the message still matters. And that's proving especially true on the issue of abortion rights. All right. Peter Alexander leading us off. Thank you, Peter. With those election results fresh on their minds, five Republican presidential hopefuls will take the stage in Miami tonight. A debate you will see right here on NBC. And Craig joins us now. He's in Miami. He's got a preview. Hey, Craig, good morning. Hoda, Savannah, good morning to both of you. Roughly 13 hours from now, all eyes will be on this stage behind me as the Republican debate gets underway. But of course, the GOP frontrunner, former President Donald Trump, will skip tonight's debate, just as he did with the first two as well, giving his rivals another chance to claim the spotlight. Facing off tonight, five Republican presidential candidates, Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramswamy, and Tim Scott, all set to debate here in Miami. But for the third straight time, the overwhelming Republican frontrunner, former President Donald Trump, will be a no-show. Instead, rallying his supporters at an event just over 20 miles from the debate stage. We sat down with RNC Chair Ronna McDaniel and asked her about the former president's strategy. Why haven't you been able to convince former President Trump to take the debate stage? You know, he's made a strategic decision as the former president that he wasn't going to debate. Uh, I respect that choice. As a candidate, he has that right. From his standpoint, the no debate strategy appears to be working. He's got a 40 point lead over his, his closest um, competitor. What are primary voters? What are they actually getting out of these debates if so many of them seem to be supporting the guy who won't show up for the debate? I think the debates are about Joe Biden. I don't look at it as about being uh, Ron DeSantis versus Donald Trump. Mr. Trump's rivals hoping to capitalize on his absence. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in Iowa, where this week he picked up a key endorsement from the state's popular governor, is trying to gain leverage with conservatives, pointing out Mr. Trump's history of donating to Democrats. Trump donated to both Gavin Newsom and Kamala Harris. 
Nikki Haley now battling DeSantis for second place in key early state polls. The first two debates have been contentious at times. McDaniel telling me she hopes tonight's slimmed-down field will focus more on the issues. But in a week when the GOP frontrunner has been in court, she's steadfast in her support of the eventual nominee. Will the party support a nominee who has been convicted of a felony or felonies? We're going to support the nominee that the voters choose. No matter what. If the nominee has been sentenced to prison. The voters get to make a decision. Analysts say that a strong debate tonight by Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis uh, could help them make the case to Republican primary voters and to donors as well that they are uh, the best choice to defeat Donald Trump. So you can expect them to go after each other a bit tonight. Meanwhile, the, the woman, the chairwoman of the RNC says she does not believe that former President Trump will be participating in any of the Republican primary debates moving forward. Savannah? All right, Craig, thank you. Let's bring in our senior Washington correspondent, Hallie Jackson. Hallie, we'll get to the debate in a minute, but let's talk about last night. Let's talk about the election results. Democrats got some surprises. Abortion access continues to be a potent issue for Democrats. The White House is, of course, celebrating these results. Should they be? What does this portend for Biden? says a couple of things here, Savannah, right? 2023 as it relates to 2024. First is this question had been out there. Can this issue of abortion access, even a year and a half after the overturning of Roe versus Wade, still animate people, still get voters out? The answer clearly seems to be yes, based on what we saw here. It was yes in 2022. There's reason to believe it's going to be yes come 2024, which is a good thing for Democrats. You talked about that sigh of relief, that kind of victory lap for President Biden here. Here's the one thing, Savannah. President Biden was not on the ballot. And there's not much here last night to indicate that voters have addressed what has always been the biggest issue for the president here, and that is the issue of his age. That's what we've heard consistently again and again in polls. So that's a question mark. You know who else wasn't on the ballot last night, Savannah? Donald Trump. And there again, you have this question of turnout. Will people who are very loyal, who enthusiastically back Donald Trump show up in 2024? And will that make things look different? That's the question for the next year for us, Savannah. Yeah. And uh, the most recent polls are showing that Trump-Biden matchup. Trump Right. is winning at the moment. Meanwhile, in other news, there are a bunch of Republican candidates who are trailing far, far, far behind Donald Trump, and they're going to debate tonight. I mean, can this move the needle? And what are we doing here? So, I mean, the hope for these candidates is that it will, Savannah. Presumably, that's why they're all showing up on stage, all five of them here in Miami tonight. You make the important point that Donald Trump is just crushing as it relates to the polling that we're seeing in some of these key early states, including in Iowa. But this is where you're going to see, and Craig referenced this, potentially a Ron DeSantis-Nikki Haley matchup. Nikki Haley has surged in some of the recent polls we've seen. She is now there in second place, right alongside Ron DeSantis, based on our most recent numbers. Second place is not first, right? So there's this question of, can they make up that 30 plus point gap or roughly 30 point gap? That's a huge question mark, especially with Donald Trump not on stage. What I'm going to be looking for, will these candidates try to draw some critical distinctions between themselves and Donald Trump, particularly on an issue that will probably dominate tonight? And that is the Israel Hamas war, the issue of foreign policy. Nikki Haley has foreign policy chops given her previous role as UN ambassador. Ron DeSantis kind of uniquely positioned as the governor of a state that has a large Jewish population here. They've both gone after Donald Trump for his initial reaction after the war. So that's something else to watch. Of course, yeah. as as you heard Craig say, 
He's not going to be on this stage. He's going to be holding his own event outside. Another thing to watch, Holly, don't you think, is this issue of abortion. And it, it's right. obviously been a killer for Republicans at the ballot box since the overturning of Roe v. Wade and the Dobbs decision. So now the question is how Republicans are going to try to frame this. Glenn Youngkin, the Republican in Virginia, who the governor, he wasn't on the ballot, but he was trying to win Republican legislature, said, OK, let's reframe this. It's not a ban. They're trying to kind of massage the issue where do you think that plays out and how might that affect the primary? Yeah, trying to frame it as this kind of middle ground there in Virginia, Savannah. But here's the thing, right? The messaging that Republicans have had so far on this issue of abortion access since June of 2022, when Roe was overturned, just hasn't worked when it comes to the ballot box, when it comes to people who are going out and voting. So the question is, does the messaging start to shift, right? Is there going to be a different messaging from Republicans as it relates to this issue of abortion access? Because clearly, I think we've seen enough data, data points now to say voters do care, and it is driving people out, even though it wasn't on the ballot specifically in some of these races last night, it was still a critical through line, Savannah. That actually is something else to maybe watch tonight. If this issue of abortion access comes up, what are you going to hear from some of these candidates hoping to get into the White House, hoping to beat Donald Trump for that Republican nomination? Are they going to start to message a little bit differently there? And will the former president start messaging differently as well? We've seen hints of that already. Hallie, thank you so much. We will see you tonight. You're hosting the pre and post debate show on NBC News Now with Tom Yamas. That's going to be a good time. And you can watch the debate live starting 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 Pacific, here on NBC, NBC News Now, and Peacock. We've got a lot more to get to, including the latest overnight on Israel's war against Hamas, now entering its second month, its forces battling inside Gaza City. While President Biden has now personally asked Israel's prime minister for a pause in the fighting, NBC's chief international correspondent, Keir Simmons, is in Tel Aviv for us. Hey, Keir, good morning. Hello, good morning to you. And we just heard from G7 foreign ministers, including Secretary Blinken, wrapping up a meeting around the world in Tokyo with a message of support for Israel with humanitarian limits. The U.S. are battling to maintain some port among Israel's allies and with Israel itself. Beyond the smoke rising over Gaza this morning, Israel now faces a fierce fight, urban warfare. How it's unfolding is hard to judge. The only video from the front lines filmed by Israeli soldiers. In footage from this week, they walk through an amusement park near Gaza City. Near the Ferris wheel, they say, is a Hamas tunnel. Gaza City, now encircled, is the biggest terror base ever built, according to Israel's defense minister. This morning, the US pushing for a pause to release hostages and send more aid. President Biden, clearer than ever on Tuesday, that he's asked Israel's leader for that break in fighting. You asked the Prime Minister of Israel for a three-day pause. I didn't refuse to talk to him. I did ask him for a pause in the past, yesterday. Still waiting here. Some other but Prime Minister Netanyahu, defiant, saying this week that a pause won't happen until Hamas releases more hostages. The U.S. also pushing back after Netanyahu suggested Gaza will be managed by Israeli security forces. The White House responding that an occupation of Gaza is not the right thing to do. And in southern Gaza, more suffering. Beneath concrete, a child's arm. She is nine-year-old Amal. She's alive, but the World Health Organization now estimating 160 children are dying every day. At the hospital, a Palestinian girl telling the camera, we're alive, 
in a dead world. As Israel continues to mourn its dead from the Hamas terror attacks that killed over 1,400. Yesterday, vigils to mark a month since that day. But plans for the months ahead remain undecided and divisive. And it's not just what's happening now that's dividing people, Hoda. What happens next is dividing diplomats. Really the only common ground that the future can't look like the past. Hoda. All right. Keir Simmons for us there in Tel Aviv. Keir, thank you. Meanwhile, the House voted yesterday to censure Democratic Congressman Rashida Tlaib over her remarks related to the Israel-Hamas war. Twenty-two Democrats joined Republicans to formally rebuke the only Palestinian-American in Congress. The resolution accuses her of promoting false narratives surrounding Hamas's attack on Israel. It also cites her use of the phrase from the river to the sea, which is regarded as a call for the eradication of Israel as a Jewish state. She has defended that phrase, saying it is an aspirational call for freedom, not death or destruction for Jewish people. Meantime, it is another key day at Donald Trump's civil fraud trial here in New York. His daughter, Ivanka, a former senior officer in the Trump organization, is set to take the stand. NBC's senior legal correspondent, Laura Jarrett, will be in the courtroom for her testimony. Laura, good to see you. So her brothers took the stand. They were part of the Trump organization. Ivanka's kind of positioned differently. What are you expecting from her on the stand? Yeah, it's interesting. She was obviously a key person involved in a lot of negotiations of the deals that are at the heart of this case, but she's not actually a defendant anymore. Mm -hmm. She got dismissed out of it, but the judge, the same one who's deciding this entire thing, said she still has to come because she has relevant testimony. Because remember, at the heart of the state's case is this idea that the loans and the banks were defrauded Mm -hmm. uh, by the fact that they were putting forth fake financial statements, sort of boosting their assets. Well, she's the one who actually brings in one of the key people, Deutsche Bank. So she's really speak to that issue and what were the terms of that deal. It's interesting because this is a civil trial, not a criminal. So the prosecutor, the plaintiffs here, which is the attorney general, mm-hmm. can basically force people to come and testify. But in a sense, these are hostile witnesses. Mm-hmm. I mean, they when don't you call be Trump there. kids, mm-hmm. they're Donald Trump himself. They're hostile witnesses. They don't want to be there. So is it worth it? Yeah. I mean, she tried to get out of this. Remember, guys, she said it's in the middle of the work week. I don't want to leave my kids. Mm -hmm. The appeals court said no dice. You got to come in person. And so she might get on the stand and say, as her brothers did, look, I left everything to the accountants. Mm -hmm. Problem is, unlike her father, they have emails. They have other documentary evidence where she's at the heart of it. And so they can pin her down in a way that perhaps Mr. Trump was more slippery on. Okay. Now you'll be in the courtroom again, Laura. Thank you very much. Let us get our first check of the weather, Mr. Rose. Hey, Al. hey guys. There. Well, you remember back October 23rd, we had a massive super fog pileup. Well, we had another one along I-10 Louisiana. This one involving a number of cars, unfortunately, one fatality. And we could be seeing this again this morning. What's causing this? Well, they got a, a wildfire going on in, uh, in marsh fires going on in Bio Sauvage. The smoke mixes with saturated air. This dense fog forms. Visibility is low as 10 feet in front of you. Light winds push that fog to the northwest. So we do have, again, dense fog advisories for hazardous driving from uh, Slidell up into Laurel, Monroe, uh, Monroeville, Pensacola, Florida as well. All along I-10 could be big problems. You can see some of these visibilities at zero. They're starting to clear, but it's going to be still unusually dangerous and unusually warm weather today. Boston, 46. That's eight degrees cooler than average. Washington, D.C., 65. Nashville, 83 degrees today. That's 22 degrees above average. Dallas is going to be 15 degrees warmer at 84. Look at these temperature differences. Tomorrow, Manchester, 12 degrees below normal. 
39 degrees, Knoxville 76. And in fact, along the I-95 corridor, you go 440 miles, Boston tomorrow 46, New York 66, Washington DC 22 degrees above average at 81. Then temperatures do start cooling down as we get on into the weekend. Low 50s in New York City by Sunday, mid 50s. Evansville Little Rock will be in the low 60s. And that is your latest weather, guys. All right, Al. Thank you so much. Coming up, it is a bittersweet day in Washington. We've learned that the National Zoo's beloved pandas will be returning to China today. Tom Costello is there for us. Hey, Tom. Good morning. It's happening right now, and a lot of people will be disappointed because the pandas in Washington for 50 years are about to come out of that walkway right there, go on to trunks, head to the airport, and then the Panda Express back to China. We've got the panda cams. We've got it all to show you what's happening behind the scenes. All right, Tom, you're all over that one. Plus, could you be suffering from silent reflux? Yes. The impact it's having on millions of Americans. Yes. Without (laughs) knowing and ways to find relief as we head into a holiday season of eating and drinking and all the things. But first, this is today on NBC. Those the only silent things? No. Are you struggling to lower your bad LDL cholesterol, even though you may be taking a statin, swapping steaks for salads, and exercising while listening to this podcast? Ask your doctor if Repatha Evolocumab is right for you. With Repatha, you can dramatically reduce bad cholesterol and the risk of another heart attack while enjoying life, too, because you're human. And with convenient self-administration, you can take Repatha in the comfort of your own home. Do not take Repatha if you're allergic to it. Repatha can cause serious allergic reactions. Signs include trouble breathing or swallowing, or swelling of the face. Most common side effects include runny nose, sore throat, common cold symptoms, flu or flu-like symptoms, back pain, high blood sugar and redness, pain, or bruising at the injection site. Visit Repatha.com or call 1-844-REPATHA. Talk to your doctor today about Repatha. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back, 7.30. Happy Good morning, Craig. Yeah. Yes. Hold it down. Uh, let us turn to some bittersweet news this morning. Those three pandas at the Smithsonian National Zoo are boarding a one-way flight mm-hmm. to China today. Just confirmed that it's actually all ending today. We're bumming a little bit. Tom Costello is there for us witnessing it all. Hey, Tom, morning. 
Yeah, good morning. A sad morning here at the National Zoo. In fact, they say that really the pandas have been fine, but the staff has been a little stressed out this morning and emotional, as you would expect. Uh, we have video. Just a few minutes ago, they started moving the pandas out. First, we had Mei Shong, the female. Then we had Tian Tian, the male. And then we had the baby, Xiao Chi Chi. All of them coming out in this FedEx crate, coming out of their enclosure, and then onto a FedEx truck. The FedEx truck taking them out to Dulles International Airport here in Washington, where they're going to be boarding a 777 aircraft for the very long flight to China. They're going to be making a stop in Alaska on the way to refuel. But this five-decade program of pandas at the National Zoo has now come to an end. For 51 years, those black and white balls of fur have been the biggest stars at the Smithsonian National Zoo in Washington. At times, it's been pandamania. We're so excited to see the pandas. As visitors have come from around the world to gaze, gawk, and giggle in person and on the zoo's panda cams, at the frozen birthday cakes and bamboo delicacies, to toy juggling, tree climbing, snow sliding, to cuddling a newborn. They just look cuddly, and um, we just watched this little guy climb up into a tree. Amber and Cody Potter came here on their honeymoon. I had planned on bringing her here. She's talked about how much she loved the Smithsonian Zoo and getting to see the pandas. There's 25-year-old Mei Shang, 26-year-old Tian Tian, and 3-year-old Xiao Chi Ji. I think pandemonium is going to break out right here at the zoo. It was 1972 when pandas first arrived after President Nixon's historic trip to China, a diplomatic and panda conservation breakthrough. Since then, zoo visitors have met eight pandas, including four cubs born in D.C. Now the three remaining bears are heading back to China. For weeks, they've been getting used to their travel crates. A FedEx Panda Express plane is this morning ready for the 19-hour flight. Each crate filled with in-flight dining, 80 pounds of bamboo, butternut squash, sugarcane, and pears. Animal keeper Maria Lally will make the trip with them. Generally, the bears sleep for most of the flight, so that is what we are anticipating, but pandas have to eat for 16 hours a day. Their return, part of an agreement signed back in 2000, though it does come amid heightened tension between the U.S. and China. But for the zoo staff, which just held an emotional nine-day farewell celebration dubbed Panda Palooza, this is the morning they've long dreaded. I'm, I'm going to be a mess. Uh, I will be a puddle of tears on that day because I know these animals. I know them as individuals. They mean so much to me. Laurie Thompson is the assistant curator. We spend so much time with the pandas, uh, holidays, and, you know, every day we're here. And so it's, it's a little bit heartbreaking to not have them here. As one native Washingtonian said, it feels like a family member is leaving forever. So a sad day here at the National Zoo, but really also the culmination of a program that's worked very, very well trying to bring back the pandas, right? Because they were endangered and now they're no longer endangered. There are 600 uh, in captivity in zoos and there are about 1,800 in the wild. But this whole city has gone absolutely panda crazy and the merchandise flying off the shelves here in Washington. Now you can still see pandas, but only at the Atlanta Zoo in the United States Two pandas are there at the Atlanta Zoo. They're supposed to be leaving back to China in 2024. 
That zoo would also like to negotiate an extension, but that's very much in the works. And the National Zoo, hoping that pandas will one day be back. As for now, we've said goodbye to these three. Back to you. Oh, Tom. All right. well, Listen, Tom. if you see him, could you just give him a yeah. hug for oh, us? Yes. <laughs> yes. Tell him to write, email him. We'll take a text, you know? We're not choosy. Oh, thank All you, Tom. Right. Thank, thank you, Tom. Oh, mm. love those pandas. Sweet. Uh, got a lot more to get to this morning, including we'll talk about this legal case, a new twist in the Alec Murdoch case. Prosecutors responding to the convicted killer's push for a new trial. That court clerk accused of jury tampering, well, she breaks her silence. But first, something to think about with the arrival of the holiday season and all of the eating that comes with it. Dr. Tara Narula has everything we need to know about silent reflux and ways to manage it while still enjoying your favorite foods. That's right after this. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. We're back 740 with your health. And this morning, we are shining a light on silent reflux. That's a lesser known type of acid reflux. A lot of people don't even realize they've got it. And it's a good time to do it because the holiday season can be filled with food and drinks that aggravate the condition. Mm -hmm. NBC News medical contributor Dr. Tara Narula is here with everything we need to know. Hi, Tara. Hi. (laughs) Why do they call it silent reflux? Well, because you can have it and not feel the typical symptoms of what we think of gastroesophageal reflux disease or GERD. Mm -hmm. So essentially, the stomach sits here and we have acid and enzymes. They're not supposed to come up out of the stomach. And the esophagus, which is the tube that comes off the stomach, has two little muscles, little sphincters, we call them, at the bottom and at the top. When those relax, and they're not supposed to, the stomach contents and acid come up. Mm -hmm. If they end up in the chest area here, you're going to have typical symptoms of heartburn or what we think of as GERD, chest pain or burning. Mm -hmm. However, if they come all the way up to your throat, Mm -hmm. they can affect your pharynx and your larynx, your voice box. And that's when you have LPR, laryngeopharyngeal reflux disease. And those symptoms are different. So those are things like hoarseness, mucus in your throat, (laughs) clearing your throat all the time, a cough. Um, You may feel a sensation of something foreign. Is this an intervention? I mean, I just think think you should confess. (laughs) Well, two things. First of all, I have a cold. Okay, yeah. secondly. The same cold you had. Yeah, and secondly, got, you have all of these symptoms that she Hoda just coffee. <laughs> I had. I got the Hoda coffee. However, I do. I just found out this week I have this very thing. Well, there you go. So my voice isn't getting hoarser and hoarser. I, as the, but how I thought she it was know? old age. Yes. Yeah, but how does no, she know I that that's know. what it is? So it can, I went to your throat doctor. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> it can fly under the radar because you may think, oh, I have asthma or I have right. seasonal allergies yeah. or I have a cold. Some of those symptoms can be misconstrued. And so if you go to the ENT, ear, nose, and throat doctor, and they hear this hallmark or constellation of symptoms, to them, the light bulb goes off. Aha, this uh, is probably LPR. Is that, 
Is that something that's inside you or is it something that's exacerbated by stress or something else? So sometimes we treat with medication. So things like omeprazole or proton pump inhibitors. But a huge part of the treatment is diet and lifestyle changes. So they probably talked to well, you about we're out of Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, true, especially with the holidays, right. I mean, should you avoid caffeine or spicy yeah. food? So, or? All, so when your mother-in-law like mine calls and says, let's have a Thanksgiving dinner at 430, that might be a good idea. because oh, so yeah. earlier. Yes. You, what you don't want to do is eat a big meal and then lay down right Right away. You want to give about two to three hours. You can also elevate the head of your bed about four to six inches, Savannah. Mm-hmm. You can um, avoid the triggering foods. So these are things you might eat at the holidays, spicy foods, fried foods, citrusy foods, wine, alcohol, coffee, just um, my chocolate. <laughs> right. Um, and then, you know, we all want to wear nice, cute looking clothing, but actually wearing baggy pants and not things that are constricting well, like Spanx is probably is a good real, idea. For real? Yes, for real. Um, you want to wear, <laughs> loosen up your waistband a little that. bit. <laughs> Okay. Avoid bending over right after you eat. Uh, so when, like, my kids want to play Twister, you know, right, with yeah. everybody, not a good idea. Okay. Um, and chewing gum can sometimes help. And then mm. avoiding smoking, keeping your weight healthy, exercising, all the other lifestyles. So for people who are watching and, quite frankly, they blow it off, what, <laughs> are there any, I guess, issues long-term if you don't take care of it? There can be. So if you imagine that delicate tissue up here, it's not mm-hmm. supposed to be exposed to acid and enzymes, and it can get inflamed and damaged. And so you can end up with things like vocal cord lesions, ulcers, strictures. And that can potentially even progress to laryngeal cancer. Mm. You can also end up with lung issues like aspiration, where those contents of acid go mm-hmm. in the lungs. You can get worsening of your asthma and even chronic sinus or ear infections. Mm-hmm. So it is important to pick it up yeah. um, if okay. you have so it. you have to take care of it. Go to a doctor yeah. or okay. watch what you eat. Thank you. Thank okay. you so Thank much. You, Thank you, Tara. Tara. Thank All you. right. 744. Let's check in with Mr. Roker. Get a check of the weather. Hey, Al. Hey, Dr. Tara gave me permission to wear sweatpants at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Those big baggy pants. All right. Uh, for today, snow is going to be accumulating in the Rockies as this system moves through. Bitter rain and snow and ice around the Great Lakes as the secondary system pushes through there. Tomorrow, we got a surge of moisture coming up out of Mexico, bringing that across the southern plains. Heavy rainfall from Texas to Arkansas. Then Friday, that'll push into the mid-Atlantic states, also down through the southeast and Gulf Coast as well. Heavier rain stretching from central Arkansas, Little Rock, all the way down to Brownsville. Some hourly rainfall rate one inch per hour or more. I think you ought to put this on today.com, figure out how you're going to do this, you know, get rid of this stuff. I don't want to do it. She She says no caffeine, no alcohol, No. no chocolate, no. Yes. no fatty food, oh, but no, you fatty get air. no tomatoes, right. no, no limes no. in my okay. cocktail. Oh, I mean, why am I even alive? <laughs> I'll take the horse voice. I know it's annoying. I'm Stop. self-aware. Hey, All right. Everybody needs a little Brenda Vaccaro in their exactly. life. Exactly. <laughs> like a man. Guys, coming up, who is the oh. sexiest man alive? Uh-oh. People is just out with its pick. We're going to have that for you coming up on Popstart. If you don't know already, stick around for that one. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.